This is Thursday, December 22nd. Okay, you've likely heard the news that we have a new grandbaby on the way. I believe the due date is in early June, a little over five months away. Recently, as I stood in the lobby at Granada after one of our worship services, I noticed two young couples holding their young children. Their faces were nothing but delight. Yes, I know being awakened at 2 a.m. is it's not fun, and caring for a newborn is a lot of work, but the joy in speaking with them that you could see as they looked at their children was palpable. This is parent love. It's sacrificial love, a bond God gives to parents to enjoy with their children. God also has this bond with his people. Here is the Lord describing his disappointment at having tenderly cared for his child and then having his child turn away. This is Hosea chapter 11, verse 1 to 14. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. But the more they were called, the more they went away from me. They sacrificed to the Baals, and they burned incense to images. It was I who taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by the arms. But they did not realize it was I who healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. To them, I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek, and I bent down to feed them. These words of the Lord are so poignantly beautiful. You can almost see the Lord holding his child Israel by the hand and guiding him, steadying him as he's learning to walk, kissing his cheek. I recently had the opportunity to visit with my two grandchildren. We read together. We built a castle with blocks, a tower that was high just so they could knock it down. It was sheer delight for me and I think it was for them as well. You see, God explains his love toward his people in just this way. He did just as he said. When he gathered his people from Egypt, they were alone with him in the wilderness. He taught them how to live together as a people. He formed them into a nation and gave them their identity. As I read the prophecy of Hosea, it makes me think that we have gotten God all wrong. We thought God heartless, and we find him tender-hearted. We're the ones that reject him and turn away from him. God says that he loved Israel when Israel was a child. And he also healed the people, but they didn't even take note that he was the one who was caring for them. They missed the compassion of God and the tender love of God. While God loved them, we're told they turned away to the Baals. Now, Baals were Canaanite deities that were nothing like the Lord. Of course, they were idols and really nothing at all, but in people's hearts, in the story of Israel, they came to serve these Baals. Why would God's people turn away from him? Well, the pagan deities were flashy, and often they were sexual cults, and they promised life, but they only brought heartache. I want to return to the metaphor that the Lord uses here. I think it is this intimacy with God, this tenderness and compassion that we miss so much. We hunger for love from God. 
One Christian psychologist calls this, calls this our God ache. People may say today that they don't believe in God, but they show the signs of aching for his love and for this tenderness from the Lord. Where do we see this ache? Well, we see it in loneliness and anxiety. We find it in feelings of estrangement. Yes, these are all the characteristics of one, as we're learning this week, who is living in exile. Instead of enjoying the closeness of God who loves us, we find ourselves back again in Egypt, where they're all over again. We think God has failed us when, as Hosea the prophet reminds us, the more the Lord pursued us, the more we went away from him. The truth is that God seeks us more than we ever seek him, and he loves us more than we will ever love him. You say, how do we know this? Well, look at Jesus and all that God has done to bring us home. That really is our human story. We abandon the God who loves us, and God shows up to rescue us. He's determined to love us, even when we're at our worst. By the way, that's when the Lord shared this word with the prophet Hosea. They were at their worst. We also have that part wrong as well. We think that when we're doing well, well then God is interested in us, and perhaps then he loves us. But he loves us at all times, when we're doing our worst. Advent reminds us that God came for us personally, and he loves us continually. It's all of grace. God's love is freely given, and he sustains his love for us through all of our seasons of wandering. Let's pray. Loving Father, forgive us for so easily turning from you. You only want our good and our joy. We pray this season that we might see Jesus and know the depth of your loving kindness. We pray in his name. Amen.